Good evening and welcome to our Bible study. And uh, I'm going to read from Revelation chapter 5. So we're going to start Revelation 5, starting at verse 1. Then I saw in the right hand of him who sits on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, Who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll or even look inside it. I wept, and I wept because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain, standing at the centre of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. The Lamb had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into the earth. He went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne, and when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb, each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and peoples and every nation. You have made them to be a kingdom of and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders, and in a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honour and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honour and glory and power for ever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. But before we look at these things, let's just pray together. Our Father, we thank you again that we come before you in our weakness and our inability to understand. But we just pray that by the power of your Holy Spirit, you will reveal these things to us, that we might know the things that you would have us know, in order that we might worship you because of who you are. And we come to you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, if we were asked to describe something that we had all seen. We would expect to find differences and similarities in our reports, things that would confirm that we had all seen the same things. So this evening, I want us to return to Revelation chapter 4, and we're going to look again at uh, the second part of verse 6 through to verse 8, as we consider the four living creatures. Now, last week, we briefly looked at Isaiah's vision of God's throne room. That was in Isaiah chapter 6. Let me just read verse 1 through to 3 to remind ourselves of this. 
In the year the king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord high and exalted, seated on a throne, and the train of his robe filled the temple. Above him were seraphim, each with six wings. With two wings they covered their faces, with two they covered their feet, and with two they were flying. And they were calling to one another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord Almighty. And the whole earth is full of his glory. You see, what Isaiah is seeing is all about the one who is worthy of our praise. Keep that in mind as we go to Ezekiel's vision. And this was when he was by the river Kiba. He was in exile. And in Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 5 through to 10, we read this. And in the fire was what looked like four living creatures. In appearance, their form was human. But each of them had four faces and four wings. Their legs were straight, their feet were like those of a calf, and gleaming like burnished bronze. Under their wings, on their four sides, they had human hands. All four of them had faces and wings. And the wings of one touched the wings of another. Each one went straight ahead, and they didn't turn as they moved. And the faces looked like this. Each of the four had the face of a human being. And on the right side each had the face of a lion, and on the left the face of an ox, and each also had the face of an eagle. So in that passage we come down to verse 28, and this is what we read. What Ezekiel saw was like the appearance of a rainbow in the clouds on a rainy day. So was the radiance around him. This was the appearance of the likeness of the glory of the Lord when I saw it. I fell face down. And I heard the voice of one speaking. So these things that Ezekiel is seeing, these things are about the glory of the Lord. We also looked at Exodus, Exodus uh, 25, verse 18 through to 22, and we looked at some aspects of the tabernacle. This is what we read there. And make two cherubim out of hammered gold at the ends of the cover. Make one cherub on one end, and the second cherub on the other, make the cherub of one piece with the cover at the two ends. The cherubim were to have their wings spread upwards, overshadowing the cover with them, and the cherubim are to face each other, looking towards the cover. Place the cover on top of the ark, and put the ark and the tablets of the commandment law that I will give you. There above the cover between the two cherubim that are over the ark of the covenant law, I will meet with you and give you all my commands for the Israelites. You know, if we go to Hebrews and we read about these things in Hebrews chapter 8 verse 4, it says this, They serve as a sanctuary that is a copy and a shadow of what is in heaven. Do you get that? A copy and a shadow of what is in heaven. And Revelation, uh, second part of verse 6 through to verse 8, this is what we read last week. In the centre round the throne were four living creatures, and they were covered with eyes in front and behind. The first living creature was like a lion, the second was like an ox, the third had the face like a man, the fourth was like a flying eagle. 
Each of the four living creatures had six wings and was covered with eyes all around, even under its wings. Day and night, they never stopped saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. So this, the John is saying, this is about the one who is holy, the Lord God Almighty. So we just want to, for a few moments, consider these four living creatures. You know, how do you describe the indescribable? How do you put into words the magnificence and the splendor of what you are seeing? How do you convey the meaning and the significance of these four living creatures? How do you do that? Well, this is what John is going to do for us in the best way that he can. First of all, where are they? Well, we read that they are in the center and around the throne. That is a privileged place to be, right at the center and around the throne. Best Revelation chapter 7. Let's just go forward a little bit and read verse 6 of chapter 7. Then I saw a lamb, looking as if it had been slain, standing at the center of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. What are they doing? Well, back to chapter 4 and verse 8. Day and night, they never stop saying, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. You know, as we read on through Revelation, we hear them continuous, continually worshipping God. And at times, we will hear these four living creatures speak. They are living heavenly beings with an integral and an important place in the heavenly realms. And they are there to worship God. What else do we know that we've just read about? Well, we read that they are covered with eyes all around. What does this mean? Well, this tells us that they had the ability not only to see, but to perceive things. They had great awareness and knowledge. They were not all-knowing. Only God is all-knowing. He, um, he is omniscient. But they were representatives of who? God is. Nothing escapes their sight. Nothing escapes the sight of these four living creatures. Also, they expressed the might and the power and the authority of who God is. We know because of where they were and what they were doing that they must have been high up in the angelic order of the heavenly beings. We know that they each had four faces. Now when John saw them, it seems that each had just one of their four faces turned towards him. Because we read in verse 7 of chapter 4, the first living creature was like a lion, the second was like an ox, the third had a face like a man, and the fourth was like a flying eagle. You know, again, we're getting that phrase again. They were like. See, it was hard to describe them. What does this symbolize? 
<clears throat> well, first of all, the lion is supreme among the animals. We say that, don't we? Also, the ox is supreme <clears throat> Excuse me, among the cattle. Man is supreme among all cre creatures. The eagle is supreme among the birds. And we know that these animals that, that we know of remind us of the wonders of God's creation, a creation that reveals to us the power of Almighty God, who at creation spoke, and it was the power of Almighty God. We also know that there's order and purpose to his handiwork. We see that in creation. And we see in creation that God is in control. And we see that God is still in control. So John says they are like the lion. The lion who is majestic and powerful. Like the ox known for his faithfulness, for his strength and for his service. Like a man who has reason and intellect. Like a flying eagle who has speed and Excellent eyesight. You see, these faces, they reveal the attributes of God, God who is worthy to be worshipped. These four living creatures are in and around the throne. As they worship God, they are joined by the 24 elders. In Revelation 5, the passage that we read earlier, we're going to see that they are then joined by many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands and 10,000 times 10,000. Then they are joined by every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying. And this is what they are saying. To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honour and glory and power for ever and ever. All creation joins them, these four living creatures, as they worship God. They are living heavenly beings that were seen by Isaiah, Ezekiel and John. Four living creatures who are mentioned 11 times here in the book of Revelation. John is witnessing worship in action. This is worship that goes far beyond how we are able to worship God here from earth. Yes, we are able to worship God, but not in this way. They are actually in the presence of God. They are surrounded by his beauty and his holiness. You know, let's just stop for a moment. I'm, I'm reminded of the words of a hymn by John Samuel Bewley Monsell. That's a good name, isn't it? John Samuel Bewley Monsell. He was born in uh, Londonderry way back in 1811. Just listen to these few words from his hymn. I worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness, bow down before him, his glory proclaim, with gold, gold of obedience and incense of lowliness, kneel and adore him. The Lord is his name. You see, Revelation, it's all about the one who is worthy of our praise, 
It is about the, the glory of the Lord. It is about the one who is holy, the Lord God Almighty. These things that John saw were not there to distract him. They were there to attract him, attract him to the one who sits on the throne. So let's not be distracted by the things that we find difficult to understand. Let them attract us to Jesus. You know, this reminded me of another hymn, Turn Your Eyes Upon Jesus. This was written by Helen H. Lamel. She lived 1864 through to 1961. Listen to the words of this hymn. O soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's a light for a look at the Saviour, and life more abundant and free. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. Through death into life everlasting, he passed, and we follow him there. Over us sin has no more dominion, for more than conquerors we are. His word shall not fail you. He promised to believe him, and all be well then. Go to a world that is dying, his perfect salvation to tell. O soul, are you weary and troubled? No light in the darkness you see. There's light for a look at the Saviour, and life more abundant and free. So turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. You know, as we draw towards the end of our time here together this evening, I want to just bring to you a quote from R.C. Sproul. Uh, this is from his book, The Holiness of God. This is what he says. Just listen to these words. Holiness is more than just separateness. His holiness is also transcendent. To transcend is to rise above something, to go above and beyond. When we speak of the transcendence of God, we are talking about that sense that God is above and beyond us. It describes his supreme and absolute greatness, his consuming majesty, his exalted loftiness. He is so far above and beyond us that he seems almost totally foreign to us. That's just a quote from R.C. Sproul. You know, I think we're seeing that revelation is about things that transcend our understanding. But they are things that we know to be true. It is by faith that we are saved. It is by faith that we believe. It will be by faith that we look forward to the time. A time, in the words of the Apostle Paul, that he said in 1 Corinthians 13, verse 12, For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part, then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. You know, what John is, is, is seeing here in his vision, it's not a special display that's being 
put on for John to see. This is John being allowed, just a glimpse of what is really happening. What's really happening in heaven has been happening, is happening now, and will continue to happen. So, as, as we close this evening, in the light of what we have just heard, I would like to read chapter 5 again. I know it's a passage that we will look at next week, but I want us to just consider what we looked at last week, what we have recapped on this evening, and what we're going to see when we come to chapter 5 next week. So, in the light of that, just sit and listen as I read these words again to you. And this again is John speaking. Then I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll, with writing on both sides, and sealed with seven seals. And I saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice, Who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll? But no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll or even look inside it. I wept and wept because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. See, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and its seven seals. Then I saw a lamb looking as if it had been slain, standing at the centre of the throne, encircled by the four living creatures and the elders. The lamb had seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. He went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne. And when he had taken it, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the Lamb. Each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of God's people. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, because you were slain, and with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be a kingdom and priests to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. Then I looked and heard the voice of many angels, numbering thousands upon thousands and ten thousand times ten thousand. They encircled the throne and the living creatures and the elders. In a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honour and glory and praise. Then I heard every creature in heaven and on earth and under the earth and on the sea and all that is in them saying, To him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb be praise and honour and glory and power for ever and ever. And the four living creatures said, Amen. And the elders fell down and worshipped. Let's just pray. Our Father, we thank you that we, by the writings of John, and by the things that you have shown him, we are seeing wonderful things. Father, help us to see the truth of these things, that we might see through them and see you, even the things that we don't understand. 
Oh, Father, we just thank you for them. And we ask these things in the name of Jesus. Amen.